Welcome to the Penis Project podcast, connecting men through science, stories, solutions, but most of all, through support. This podcast was founded by myself and Dr. Joe Milios, a physiotherapist. To find out more about us, check out our website, thepenisproject.org. I'm Melissa Hadley-Barrett, sexologist and nurse practitioner specialising in men's intimate health. Join me as I break down the barriers surrounding men's health and have candid conversations about everything you've always wanted to know but were too embarrassed to ask. This podcast is dedicated to stories from men who have bravely recognised the importance of sharing their experiences, breaking down stigmas and having no filter chats about sexual health, cancer treatment and recovery, relationships and everything else in between. If you know someone who you think would benefit from this information, please share so we can help more people. We would also love it if you'd follow the podcast and give us a review. Welcome to the Penis Project podcast. Today we're talking to Lee and this is going to be hopefully a really fun session. We're talking about online dating and I have heard some great stories and some horror stories when I've been speaking to clients and my friends. So Lee is now in his 40s and he's got been on and off dating since his 20s. Um, So we're going to hopefully find out all about it. I imagine lots of these listeners have never done online dating so I thought it would be fun. So here we go. So welcome, Lee. Thanks very much. So tell us about your online dating experience. Like maybe start well, within your 20s when yeah, you first well, started. First I'll say, even though it's a 20-year span, yep. it's not been without some success and, <laughs> and, and wonderful times and relationships. I just happened to have used the apps and the, well, even before apps, yep. uh, the internet. So I've, I've done it all. The so eHarmonies, the RSVPs, the Tinders, the Bumbles, the Hinge, yep. plenty of fish. Um, I've tried them all with varying levels of success and failure. Yeah, yeah. So, I've heard um, some really positive stories. It's good. Stories. Oh, I'm, uh, my friends love to hear the stories. Yes. They, uh, it's all they want to hear about. Yeah, I can imagine. Which is good. Yeah. yeah. So tell us. What was the first experience you had like? Was that that was when there wouldn't have been apps? It would have been online. It was online. I think I. Oh, what was the one? It was RSVP and yep. Plenty of Fish. They yep. were the first ones uh, back in the day. And how old were you, were you then in your twenties? Oh, I reckon I was late. Yeah, mid to late twenties. Yeah. I was in Melbourne at the time, living mm-hmm. in Melbourne, and like RSVP was quite involved. I had to do a full profile. You had to, yeah, it was a full resume, Mm -hmm. but plenty of fish was the first. Here's a couple of photos. Here's a very short description. Click and like, click and like, click and like. And were they free then or? Uh, RSVP was like a paid thing, but not much at all. And I think plenty of fish was, was free. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so that were the first two. And were they on your mobile or they were in a You could have them on the mobile and I remember, but I think it was still accessing websites. So they weren't apps per se at the time. So there was no swiping left and right. What did you do? No, it was, uh, yeah, you had to do more work. So what did you have to do? So you put your profile (laughs) in. So you'd put your profile in and then, as it always is, you just search for photos of who looks attractive and you click on that photo and... um, if they match certain criteria, which is usually pretty fickle and <laughs> like, <laughs> aesthetic. What are they, like, um, age? Yeah, yeah, usually it was oh, age, 
for me, it's height. I'm uh, I'm only five six. Yeah, and so um, even I, I, not so much for me. I'm like wary of their um, <laughs> their perception. Wait, are women like weird about height? Very much so. Really? Yeah, yeah. I can't imagine yeah. that. I mean, I've got a short dad. Uh, I had a short first husband. My second husband's not very tall. Like it's not really an issue. Well, and it like it is, and that's the um, a lot of people will say it's not, but then yeah. you'll get the honest people will say it is not an issue for me. But I know it is. I was actually there was a study done. They used internet dating data or app data. Yeah, and I think it was like twenty two thousand matches or client mm. details. And <laughs> that's quite heartbreaking. But they looked at for every inch mm. under six foot, the women wanted, the man needed to earn an extra $24,000 US dollars a year to be deemed as attractive. Really? Like per inch. That actually kind of doesn't surprise me, yeah. as horrible as I think. So that I'm sounds. well priced out of the. the and <laughs> how I mean, I know that is so fickle, but it kind of does explain like why men like Danny DeVito, who's a pretty unattractive. Yeah. Like it wouldn't be his height, but he's a tiny man, bald, fat. But yeah. you know, even he, if he was tall, he wouldn't be attractive. No, I think it doesn't matter how tall you know. But you know, he's still. I mean, he's funny, which women love funny. Yeah. So I think that's a thing. But like, I can't. Um, but he's rich, so when that you kind look of at, explains it. Yeah. So when you look at the site, like the apps, and mm, jumping around a bit, yeah. jumping around a bit here, but there's there's not much qualitative information to go on. You can only really use some quantitative information. So you can only really go. I'm the ex tall. I've got blue eyes. Yeah. Well, it it's even. Like you've got age, height, and how far away from <laughs> where where I live. Oh, they're like the re- they're the only really quantitative stuff. Right. You and can then the base rest on. of it's just a photo. The rest of it's just photos. But God, you know, some people are really attractive and they look really shit in photos. Uh yes, yep. And some people look really and I, photogenic. And I've look swiped. Really... I've swiped right on many of those. Yeah, no, <laughs> but there's also lots of people who you know actually don't look great on, like in real. They look amazing on photos, and when you meet them in real life, they're not actually that attractive. Yeah, hmm, interesting. So, just for the people who don't know that haven't done online dating, swiping right is good. That swiping means swiping right like is them. good, and swiping and left, left is no, nah. no. Yeah. Okay. That's how easy. And almost like no thought needs to go into it. Yeah. And there's a lot of people that, and also it requires a match. Yes. And so. So they have to have swiped right on you too. Correct. So they have to swipe right on you. You both have to have said, I like what you look like. (laughs) And then that opens the door for further communication. But they've actually changed it a bit now that you can comment on someone's photo without them actually accepting, which has made it quite – I know a lot of my female friends don't like that feature because they used to have some more control over the match. Right. And now they're inundated with comments Comments. on photos. Right. So, like, you've got nice eyes or – 
Yeah, that, <laughs> that's a very benign one. I can but imagine. Yes. So I'm fascinated by the fact, so I haven't done online dating, but I'm fascinated by the fact that every time I've looked where my friends have been doing it, why do so many men have pictures of fish and dogs? I, lo- I love that you've asked this. I, I love just, it. It's bizarre to me. Dogs, man's best friend. Right. And so that's that like in. if you like dogs, then you're a nice bloke. Correct. And it's... When you know when you have a dog, it's something you love, and so they put that up there. Right. And I'm I'm glad you asked about the fish thing. It's fascinating because I was thinking fish. about this, and everyone has a hard like gives guys a hard time for having the fish photo. Yeah. I don't have any on my profiles mm. because of the stigma, but I have been on fishing trips and I have caught a big fish. Yeah. And I've held it up and I've had a photo, and in that photo. I've been surrounded by my best mates. Right. You're in the sun. You're happy. You got a big smile on your face and you've achieved something. Yeah, right. And you've it's very rare that like women get photos taken of them all the time doing fun stuff. Yeah, okay. Guys very photos. rarely do. Right. And I think it's an opportunity to go here is as close to a candid photo. Uh-huh. As because I thought it might be like the whole hunter thing, you know, I'm a man and I'm a hunter. Yeah, I, 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 that's what I think. That's what women think. Yeah, but it's, I think it's like this is me captured at a very happy, uh, I've achieved something I love time. That. It's nice to know yeah. that. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Honestly, but that's how I feel about one it. One of my friends was online dating about five years ago, and she was on plenty of fish. And um, she was like looking at it in our lunch break. And then one of the people that came up was actually the father of my children, like my ex-husband holding a fish. Good. Kind of makes sense though, because he's a really, that's, he's a professional fisherman. There you go. So I kind of got it. But then I was like, hang on, everybody's They're got all a fish. doing this. Yeah. <laughs> well, there is, there's the, I've noticed there's a female equivalent of the holding a fish mm. and it's, there's a, it's almost like this little nest Thing in Ubud in Bali, oh, and I see a high. It's a very, like, it's a picturesque photo, but I've seen that many photos on women's profiles oh. of them sitting in this. Little area. Yeah, so that is like the message to anyone looking: is I'm, I'm Zen and I'm, I'm spiritual. Cool I'm and Zen. I'm spiritual. I travel. Yeah, yeah, I'm like adventurous. Correct. I probably do yoga, so I'm supple. I can put my legs up the wall. Okay. Know? Well, I'm going to have to go back and re-swipe right <laughs> on those ones. I did not think of that. Yeah, you need to think about the flexibility. Oh, here. Think outside the box. Yeah. <laughs> pun the pun. <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> right. Okay. So tell us about the first date you ever went on. Do you remember it? Uh, the, first, the first one I remember going on was I – had to, I learned a lesson from this one yeah. and it was um, be a little bit more discerning and have a bit more conversation before the date. Okay. Again, this was in Melbourne and I remember uh, this woman said, I live, oh no, I work at this building and I knew there was a bar across the road. So I'll wait for you at the bar across the road. Right. And this is all text, mm-hmm. like very quick. And she was running late and I went, and this was the first contact I did. And I saw, and I'm watching the office building and I saw this woman come out mm. and not the, let's say not really <laughs> looking like what I'd swiped right on or had accepted. Right. And it's like, surely that's not her. Yeah. So I decided to call her 
And it was. And I saw the woman who was crossing the road pick up her phone. Oh, no. And I immediately thought, oh, no. But I went, do you know what? Let's go with it. And she um, immediately answered and said in the roughest voice I've ever heard, I'm so sorry, Dal. I just had to put me bloody footy tips in. <laughs> and at that point, I realized there was only one exit and it was, the, it was also the entry. So I had to, we did one drink. Oh. And, um, which is now also the rule, the one drink rule. One drink. Yeah. yeah. I think starting off on a first time date with dinner is yeah. really bad. Correct. It, you've locked yourself in for too much. I would have, um, I actually met a girl on one of the apps and we were talking and it was weird intermittently over the years. Like you drift on, mm. you go in relationships or you meet people and you go in and out. And her and I would connect every year or two. Oh, weird. And, just, and I was like, oh, you again. We'd start our conversation, have a great little chat. And one day she messaged me, and this is after three years of just wow. intimate. So it was, and you had never met her? Never met her, but this is back here. Mm. And she one day said, you know we've met? Oh. And I went, what? How? When have we met? Uh, and well, first I said, I'm sorry, but when have we met? Uh, and she said, you used to live in Melbourne. And would come back and visit your family. I said, yeah, that's right. She goes, and one of those days I was there. At your family's house. And I went, what? And she she goes, I dated your brother for a year. Oh, that is so weird. (laughs) It took her three years to tell me. Oh my God. Thank God you went um, on a date with her. But I didn't go on a date, but she had a really good method. She would meet so she worked in the city mm-hmm. and she would have 45 minute dates from five to five forty-five, mm-hmm. and then go. And I said, what if it go, what if it went well? Mm-hmm. She goes, well, then we go on a second date. Great. And that I think smart. that's the way to do it. Yeah. That is the way to do it. Right. Um, so you never dated her, hey, cause she went out no, with her brother. That'd yeah, be way yeah. too weird. Correct. Okay. Mm. Right. So that was your, f- and then, so your first date obviously wasn't a match. And then, so. What happened then? Did you just go back and go, okay, I'm going to keep giving it a go? Yeah, kept giving it a go. Uh, I ended up dating, I've had two longish, like let's say two, three-year relationships mm-hmm. with people I've met on the apps. One yeah. was, yeah, one was a great relationship for three mm-hmm. and a bit years from someone I met on, oh, that was a plenty of fish one actually. Right. And yeah, so like it, it's been there's been some success. Did you know, like, the first time you met them, like, did you think, yeah, I'll go on a second date? Like, or, and, like, did, like, or, or is there, or is it like, nah, I just, like, the people you ended up having the relationship with, are there people that you weren't sure, but you went more than once and figured it out? It's taken me a longer time to work out how to use the apps properly and, yeah. and do it a bit better. I've, Drifted back into the organically meeting people out, yeah. out thing. But now I just treat like you meet the person and it's, we're here for one drink mm-hmm. where, and if there's no conversation and there's a, then that's, it's done. Usually there's no conversation in the text messages, mm-hmm. then we're not going to have that drink anyway. The last thing I want to do is sit there yeah, with, no, minutes, oh, with no conversation. You've reminded me. One of the, so the, one of the first dates I had back here in Perth, when I moved back, it, I did the one drink thing and I said, let's meet for one drink. Mm -hmm. It took her an hour and a half to drink a glass of Chardonnay. Oh, and she was boring? It it was terrible. Oh, that's all Terrible. I kept at one point, well, 
near the end, I was looking at my watch to her glass, to her, to her glass, back to my so watch. So I'm just giving you a really, really <laughs> yeah, obvious. Yeah, that's, uh, yeah. yeah. And ordered the check halfway through. Um, oh, and she still didn't get the message. She wasn't didn't get the message, no. What you were putting down. That was a, um, yeah. Oh. That was good. And then walked her to a car and there was um, the car seat covers were all cats. Oh, and you so, thought she's a crazy cat lady. Yeah, dodged a bullet there. Yeah, big one. <laughs> yeah. And then have you noticed through the years it's changed? Like at the beginning was it mainly meetups and then it became hookups? Like, or are they always meetups and then they may end up a hookup? So I think the different apps are used for different things sometimes. Okay. Like so in the Tinder Bumble Hinge day, which is what we're in now. Yeah. Um. Tinder's kind of more known as the hookup. So you just want app. sex only. Yeah. Yep. Well, people use it for all things, but it's because um, you don't put much information in there. It's really just a photo. And that was the original swipe left and right. Right. Where the other ones, so Bumble have prompts in it. Um, you can put more information in. You need a certain number of photos. Yeah. Um, and also with Bumble, that's the one where. If you both swipe right mm -hmm. or both accept, the woman makes first contact. Oh. So she initiates. So even if you match, she's got 24 hours to contact you. By a message in the app. Yes. Oh, and then good. you have 24 hours to right. contact back. Okay. Um, they say, I think like Hinge is one that they've, uh, they reckon has the most second dates out mm. of it. Why is that? Because oh, I think it's. You can put more information into it right. and more, it's a bit more conversational. Okay. Because um, you kind of don't want to like, I mean, I sort of think it's a deal breaker, isn't it? Like if you love dogs and they hate them, or if you're allergic to cats and they've got five, you kind of want to know that before you waste everyone's time, don't you? Correct. Yeah. Or, you know, if you're in the market to find someone to father your children and the person hates kids already has seven. Like you'd like to kind of know that before you waste both of your time. Yeah, you'd. Uh, it's good to put the deal breakers in, mm -hmm. uh, but there's also like a lot of people that define their personality by pineapple on pizza and all uh, these. What does that mean? Silly thing. Like apparently, it's my non-negotiable is pineapple on pizza. Like oh, it's a very I boring. Hate pineapple on pizza. But but it's like what you can't like. That's not defining no. your personality. Upside down pineapple means you're a swinger. Does it? Mm. If you ever go anywhere and they've got the pineapple upside down on their table, it means they're open to swinging. Well, that would be much better than cats <laughs> on a, <laughs> cats on a um, seat yeah. cover. Upside down pineapples on stuck on people's doors. Okay. Yeah, I did. There was a more open to swinging app that I was on for a little while. Oh. And um, I guess the difference between that and Tinder is that people tell you they're married immediately and not after four weeks of dating. Right. So has that <laughs> happened to you? Have you not to me, but my female friend, like I often get asked, are you single? Yeah. And I write, I'm on a dating app. Of course I'm single. And they say, you'd be surprised how many married men oh, are yeah. on here. Heaps. There's mm. also, do you remember there was that website? I mean, it got busted. I don't know Ashley and Madison. Ashley and Madison. Yeah. yeah. Cause I was living in a small town when that got busted. 
and, you know, when like they leaked everybody's details. I wanted to be married just so I could go on that site. Yeah, yeah, it was quite fascinating. And there's a like, I remember because I was in quite a small town and I remember some hilarious stories where a woman that I was doing art class with had gone to this house had sex with this guy at lunchtime and then his wife never came home. She came home for lunch and she had to hide in the wardrobe. Brilliant. And he was on that site and so was she. Um, And so she had to hide in the wardrobe while they had lunch together. And then the wife wanted to go and have a sleep. So she went and laid down. This poor girl had to hide in the cupboard while this all happened. And she was- I've got no sympathy for that one. If you're on that site, you've got a, you've committed yourself to standing in a cupboard for a couple of hours. Yeah. Yeah. And then she had to pick up her kids from school. So she was late, um, because she was stuck in this wardrobe. Uh, but anyway, very funny story when she told it in art class, but I was like, it's the first time I'd ever heard, this was like in the early 2000s. And I was like, I'd never even heard of such a thing. And then a few years later, that site got blown up and didn't they leak everyone's Yeah, they leaked details? everyone's details. Um, there's a lot of nervous guys running around. Can you imagine? <laughs> and the thing about that site was they never even had people's faces on it. It was just body, naked body shots. Because oh. I looked at it with her and there was just like naked sort of torsos because it was genuinely a hookup site. Yeah, okay. Yeah. But it's like with the with the hookup stuff, it's like it's like asking somebody go, Oh, is that like is Melbourne violent? And yes. you go You can find if you're looking for trouble you can find it. Yeah, okay. But all in all it's not. Yeah, okay. Um and so there's legitimately people looking for relationships. You can usually tell pretty, uh, I'm, it'll be interesting when you interview a female to mm. ask there, because I know, and I've spoken to my friends, very, very different experiences. Mm. Um, my, some of my female friends, like they actually filter for their likes and things like that. Apparently, um, it's like guys swipe. We're very much a quantity swipe by, right. um, as a general rule. Uh, and or generalization, and women are more of a quality. So they'll swipe. read the details. And yeah, go, yeah. I'll link and it's um, but even then, like men will mostly say the apps work against us, but that only work, it works against you if you're not in the top twenty percent. Because they mm. say that eighty percent of women swipe on twenty percent of the guys. And what are those twenty percent? That's the way they look. Yeah. Yeah, look at those the those metrics. So, what are the metrics? Height. Um, yeah, height. That's yeah. Like, so. And so, when you're on these things, you can um, filter. Right. Right. So, um, you can filter by height. You can filter by anything. Activity oh. level. Do you smoke? Want kids? Have kids? Oh, really? Um, and yeah. like hair color, eye color. That's yeah, you can do really. those. Yeah, yeah, you can do those ones. Um, but that's really limiting you. But guys are much more visual, aren't they? So they don't really look in the detail. They're just going, yeah, I might find her attractive or I don't. Yeah. Or I'm throwing my hat in the ring and then if we match, I'll sort that out later. Okay. But what yeah. happens if like, I mean, in organic dating, have you, you must have met people that you didn't initially feel attracted to and then later on you do. Like, I mean, that's certainly the case for me. Like I'm not really a visual person. So like... I've never met anyone I've had a long-term relationship with like once and thought they're really great. I've always like, it's been something that's growing on me. Correct. The, and the apps have this, there's a couple of things with the apps that are interesting. It was, I heard someone going like, he goes, um, oh, I walk into a bar 
and he goes, no one's, he goes, no one's looking at me. Like no one's looking at me smiling. But when I go on the app, every single woman is looking at me in the, in the eyes, uh-huh. smiling. And he goes, it, it makes me think they're interested in me. Yeah, even right. like subconsciously, even though the it's a photo, right? And it's like, oh, and so that subconscious sense of him is like, oh yeah, I'll swipe on that. Ah, girl. she's interested. She yeah, I'm hot. I remember a awakening happened. I w- was in a bar, mm. and I saw a girl that I'd swipe right on yeah. in the app, and I didn't bother go talk to her in person. Right, because like, it was the way she was carrying herself. Well, no, it, no, it was more of, I've done the app. I'll let that do, I'll its, do its thing. thing. Yeah, I'll let the, the process has already started. I'll, I'll let it really? go. I will just sit here comfortable and happy in oh. this um, no risk environment. Yeah, okay. Because if that was me, I'd be like, "Hey, I swiped right on you on the app the other day." Yeah, like you know, hi. Well, that's what my friends are getting. I don't think guys do. Well, my female friends are getting um, the guy will swipe and they can maybe see that they've swiped on them, mm. but then we'll get a message in their Facebook or their Instagram. Oh, that's a bit stalkerish. Yeah, and it, that's what I said. That's very stalkerish. Hey, there's something else that a friend of mine told me happens. So what's this business? One of them, it tells you the location that the person you've swiped right on is at. Like that to me is stalkerish weirdo. They're... I think one of them says how far away they are from you. Yeah, but I think there's a location tracker on one where you can actually see where they are. So if you like go to go on a date with someone and then they can on you and say, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sick, I've got a headache or whatever, then you can like look No, you're not. You're at Metropolis. I can see it. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Really? I I think that's – I've got a friend that uses Snapchat for her – kids yeah and it has location on it yeah so there's one i'll have to ask her but yeah it was like i was like that is just stalker weirdo okay like because she'd ghosted someone and or like said look i'm sorry she decided she she met someone else that she liked decided she didn't want to go on this next date because she wanted to play through the first one and so she cancelled and just said look i'm sorry i'm just not up for it today or whatever and then the guy had done location on her and was like, that's bullshit, like you're somewhere else. See, that's a, this is an issue, I think, with these app things, that just because someone's matched, like you know nothing about that person. Mm. And even one, two, three, four, you still know nothing about it. But there's some people go, oh, there's a sense of, oh, we've matched, we are a match. Right. And it's progressed it. Like, and they may have texted for a bit longer than you should. Right. And so there's almost this like implied. This expectation. Yeah. Oh, there's something already happening here. Mm. You owe me some, like the whole, this term ghosting, right? Yeah. What's all this? Ghosting. Explain would, that to us. If I've been on two, three dates with someone mm. and just it organically fizzles out, that's not ghosting. Mm. Ghosting would be 10 dates. Look messages. I look forward to seeing you. Um, oh, I can't wait to do this. Blah blah. And they're waiting for. Then they go. Oh, we're we doing something this weekend, uh, and you never reply. So that that's is, ghosting. So that's probably a man's term of ghosting. I think for a girl, if she went on like three dates with you and went home with you once, and then you just didn't contact her again because it fizzled out, that'd be ghosting. I yeah. Reckon. So probably that might be a different between the sexes. Do you think? I'll have to ask when I interview the yeah. woman. I'll ask oh, it, her. It is a, uh, I, I just think ghosting gets thrown around right. a bit too much. Like you can, I think 
if you've like if you've been intimate with someone and you've had a bit or if you think that other person feels you had a connection on the date and you implied that you had a connection, you owe some kind of like surely you can just text and say, yeah. Hey, look, I'm not feeling it anymore. Exactly. Sorry. Hey, I'm not feeling it. It's yeah, um much. I messaged that to someone the other day. Mm. She said, Hey, um, what do you how are you feeling about this? What do you want to and we'd only been on three dates. Mm. And I say, oh, look, I enjoy your company and getting to know you, but I'm not feeling a romantic connection mm. just yet. Yeah. And uh, she said, okay, I want something a bit more than that. Um, all like all the best. Yeah. See, that's like, perfect. That's great. Respectful. Yeah. And so, have you ever met people on there that that you haven't had that romantic connection, and then you've made friends with them, like long term friends, or is it no? You just oh, many. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, so I actually went and met a girl on the on Hinge. We met for a drink, uh, and we probably had we ended up having a couple of glasses of wine, and we're now great, like great Mates, friends. Because like neither yeah. of you wanted to take it any further, yeah. but you got on really well. Yeah, and just from the get go, you knew that yeah. you didn't. Yeah, it wasn't there. And then look, we've never been intimate or anything mm-hmm. like that we knew pretty quickly that yeah that's good yeah we were gonna and then friends. i'm just gonna put it out there how often like because you know especially when you get to like this age you're in your 40s it might be different when you're younger but when you're in your 40s and 50s like it's not like you know you're chastely kissing someone goodnight at the door so like how often do you go from like first date to then actually being intimate or is it like is that rare or is that more common too late to go back and change to an alias. <laughs> <laughs> we can beep out your name. Beep out my name. Um, like just roughly 50% of the time it ends up in sex or 10% of the time or? it 50% of the time on date one or two. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then exponentially increases After from, that. from there. And do you feel yeah. like? Does and, that change your point of view if you've had sex with them on the first thing? Because I think, you know, often you'll have a first date with someone. They're great fun. You've got heaps in common because you're just getting to know each other. It's all good. And then, you know, you, you end up in bed and then you might go on three or four. But as time goes on, you're like, actually, I don't have that much in common with this I, person. Yeah, it, and then it's awkward. Is it or not? Yeah, I Well, for me, I know pretty early if the intimacy is a – um, whether it's just a physical thing or a connected yeah, physical okay. thing. Yeah. And then, you know, it's all like the result after it is going to be the same either way. Like yeah. if the physical is done, then that's no longer there. Yes. And then the, but if it's physical and connectedness, the connectedness is still, yeah. and you want to explore it a bit mm-hmm. more. Um. It's all, it's definitely the individuals. And what about made. if you had, like the, the ones that you ended up having kind of, you know, three and two year relationships with, what did they start off with sex or like, was that early or were they like, did you get to know them first and then progress? Yeah, that was, I think that was like, yeah, third or fourth date yeah, okay. stuff. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just interesting, isn't it? Because mm. it's like. And it's also like, it, mm. it's the other person's experience. Like where they're coming from as well, like their experience and um, like like you said, at my age, it's not, 
exchanging friendship bracelets. No, and you know, it's totally different. And also, you know, often people are coming out of like a really long-term relationship. They might have been married for 20 years yeah. or 15 I've, years or whatever. <laughs> the, the and they're girl, you know, from a, I mean, I haven't spoken to many men about this, but from a female point of view, you know, you've been married for 20 years and you're out there and it's like, oh, I might mm. actually just kind of see what it's like out there. So you. When the last, so I moved back to Perth maybe two years ago and I've, let's say of 10 people dated in the last year, mm. four of them I've been the first date since separation slash divorce. Yeah. So that's kind of like fragile time for those people. Yeah. And I won't say it's a red flag, but it makes me very mindful of like not motivation, but where they might where they're at in the process. But and you also must meet people, I imagine, that you go, actually, sexually, this is fun. Yeah. I'm not, I'm, we're connected that way, but we're not going to like meet each other's families or whatever. So can we just stay, pardon the pun, but fuck buddies for a while? Yeah. Well, not really a pun, but swearing. No. <laughs> um, you know, and it suits both of us at the time. And friends that's with okay. benefits, yeah, I think, is the diplomatic term. There's nothing politically <laughs> correct about me. Um, you know, that must be, and that's okay, I imagine, if it's mutual. It's only Correct. an issue if. Yeah. You know. Look, if mutual, that's like a fantastic mm. situation, especially if you are friends and you enjoy the company yeah. as well. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's like as long as it's transparent and um, between the two of you, not to the mm. neighbours, <laughs> uh, <laughs> that you can. Um, yeah, like navigate through that. But I'm always, I'm a bit of a believer of um, that when you've got a friend with benefits, that's someone sitting at the table that that spot could be open for someone else. Yes. And it's like an energy thing too. Strangely, I've had some success on the apps, but because of the uh, geared against the um, outrageously good-looking, short-statured man. <laughs> uh, I, um, AKA I've Link. gone. I've yeah, mm. thank you. I've gone Lincoln bio. No, I've gone <laughs> um, more just meeting people out. And if I had the you up person, or mm. if you have the you up person, you kind of you don't step outside your comfort zone. You don't approach that person at the bar like you've got. Uh, There's, it's easy to. You can ring someone home on your correct, own. Correct. It's for easy. A booty call. Yeah, yeah. You've got this yeah. backup. Like, so at least try and stri strike out a few times before you call the booty, yes. before you make the booty call. Yeah, okay. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, it's, God, it's so complicated, isn't it? Because, like, I hate getting my photo taken. Like, it would be my worst nightmare to go on. I mean, when I have been single, I haven't had any trouble finding a date. But it's because I meet people and I would chat to them and be, and then they'd ask me out. But I can't imagine like any like I can't imagine being on a I'd it's have to so go and get a I, professional photo shoot just so someone swipe right. There's a lot, and you can tell people who actually get lots of photos taken of themselves, yeah. and some of them look like this is you are someone who gets your photo taken professionally. But I hardly had I I don't know if I've got many photos of myself that aren't with other people, groups that's the of other people, thing, isn't it? Like, and I find the male selfie to be one of the most cringy oh, things awful. in the world. Yeah. That's a, uh, any women who are listening to this, 
red flag a guy taking a shirtless photo in a toilet mirror. Oh, that's um, why is that? That means he's married. No, it just means he's unable to discern. <laughs> that's not okay. <laughs> yeah, no, no, yeah, and um, yeah, I'd. Uh, I would have thought a red I, flag would also be having a picture of your kid in your photo and you haven't blacked out their face. Yeah, I'm. Um, yeah, I think it's just a good rule to block out the face. Yeah, because I kind of feel like, you know, I think it's a good rule to block out the face if you have a profile that's open to everyone. Yeah, especially like your kids because yeah. your partner, the other side of the kid might not be actually happy you got about ask, having yeah, that. you got permission know? for like, It's kind of a bit weird. For all that stuff. Because it kind of makes, when I've looked at them, I sort of think, oh, if I saw a guy that had a picture where you could see his kid, I kind of thought would think, mm, you haven't really thought about mm. that much. You know? like, I was going to put a picture of me holding a fish and block out the fish's face. That See, I would see that and laugh and go, <laughs> yeah, he's got a sense of humour. Like I would pick up on that. Yeah. Well, I was, the toilet selfie one, I've got a friend who I actually met on the apps, but mm. um, she was fresh out of like almost, I think the husband was still packing up the house. Right. And, or the ex-husband still packing up the house. So we decided to be friends and she just sends me, um, every time there's a photo of a guy and she will count the number of urinals in the background or oh, toilet stalls yeah. and go, we've got a new winner, this many, this many. <laughs> ah, that's great. Um, so yeah. what, tell me the, what's the worst experience you've had on online dating? Oh. Like, have you ever had someone that looks like one thing and is like, you know, looks well, okay. 10 years older there than was, they were in the photo? There was or... one. I remember this story with, uh, again, this is, Melbourne. This is when a uh, plenty of fish one. Mm -hmm. And I was meeting this, uh, this girl at a, like a cafe. Mm -hmm. This is back before the, like a, just a coffee. Mm -hmm. And I walked down and there wasn't many people in the cafe, except there was this woman with her back to me. Mm. And it was a big back, right. like a twice my back. Okay. And at that point I went, oh, I'm going to turn on my heels. Yeah, and I went, no, yeah. no, that's rude. Like yeah. go through, have a coffee. I didn't have much conversation with her beforehand, but down, um, she, I had a coffee and then I only ate because she ate and, uh, mains and dessert, wine, coffee. All for a coffee. Yeah. Damn. And it was like. I see what's happening here. Yeah. Like this is a. She's getting fed. Yeah. And so me and my friend from that day started calling it plenty of fish and chips. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that's hilarious. And we were, yeah, it was like, and you could tell, well, there was, there was a bit of, and it was kind of a known thing in Melbourne. Right. It was a bit of a game for some of the women, like right. going, I'm going out for a free feed. Oh, and, really? uh, So yeah. if you pick, if you do get a date on there, do the men always pay? Is that the plan? I would have thought you'd go Dutch. No, I always pay. Like, let's say, uh, so I met, I went on, I had a, met a girl for a f first drink uh, and we were meeting for one drink. We ended mm -hmm. up having four wines together, having an amazing time. Best first date I've ever been on. Mm -hmm. And and I bought the first, the second, she got the third and yeah, okay. I got the fourth. And so that was yeah, that's good. kind of yeah. kind of good. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of feel it's the... um. The right thing to do. So what makes a best first date? Uh, relaxed, lots of laughing. At flirt. your jokes, I assume. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, flirting, just, 
you know that feeling you get when you're like you're really anxious and nervous about something, and then you go and immediately disappears. Yes, you feel comfortable. And you're going, oh, this is. Great. And it's almost like the the high anxiety to low. Yeah, the drop is fun. Yeah, and so yeah. it just um, just felt really. And I'm still uh, we oh, probably went on a few dates, but didn't pan out. But her and I are still great friends. Yeah, that's that girl. Cool. Um, yeah, still drink heaps of wine. That's great. She's good. Perfect. And she still laughs at my jokes mostly. Yeah, excellent. So that's what that's you can't right. ask yeah, more yeah. than a friend that laughs at your jokes. Yeah. And so then, and what about, have you ever like ended up in a relationship with someone who later on ended up like, you know, fatal attraction, bunny boiler? Yeah. It was, um, uh, I had oh, a recent one and, or yeah, I've had a, I've, I can pick them. That's oh, what they say. You? Yeah. yeah. I can pick them. Um, Pick them to fix them and then realize you can't. And then, uh, but yeah, there's been, um, I remember one time just this person didn't live close to me, but would walk past the cafe that was under my apartment, oh. even though it was out of the way. That's and then, um, car tires going flat. Oh, weird. Yeah. So, and is that because. She was interested in you and you didn't reciprocate or? Oh, no, no, no. We, um, bit of the opposite. There was just some, well, not the opposite, but there was some challenging <laughs> behaviours and, right. uh, uh, how much do I owe you for this session? Is this <laughs> Medicare rebated <laughs> or? Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. Um, and then we, yeah, it just turned out that, and I think the, she connected with someone very quickly. Uh-huh. If not during, and I kind of didn't remonstrate, and then she split with that guy, and I think she then she started stalking, boiled the bunny essentially. Weird, yeah, so weird. I, I have a, a friend of mine's had an absolute shocker. She she had a <laughs> this will, you can cut this one out. Uh, she maybe. had one day he was like he owned this shop mm-hmm. and on the south side of town, she was up on the north side doing real estate property management. Mm-hmm. Came out to her car and his business card for his south side um, business was under her windscreen wiper. Oh, so he'd driven all that way. That yes, must he... have been following. That's freaky. Uh, and all two weeks later, uh, you can, you can cut this bit. Um, a dead kitten in a box on her doorstep. Oh, that's full bunny boil, yeah. weird stuff. So did she go to the police or what did she do? Uh, I think she did about the kitten. About the kitten, yeah. It wasn't her kitten. No. But, but it was a kitten. still bloody bizarre. Yeah. So, yeah, um, that is yeah. weird. And then so ever, ladies, put your filters on. And yeah. then have you ever like gone on a date with someone who said they were one thing and they were completely different? Because you could be anybody on you those could, things. Yeah. Um, you know, like for instance, I don't know. Said they were a pole dancer, and really they were an orthopedic surgeon. <laughs> <laughs> You'd got, I'd, I'd, I'd switch it around. Yeah, yeah, me yeah. too. But you know, I'd be a pole dancer. I was an orthopedic yeah. surgeon. Um, no, they've all been pretty honest. Yeah, yeah, pretty honest. Okay, that's good. Um, I don't think. I think my female friends would probably say that they've had some misrepresentations. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. But you, so, but yeah, so. But we don't. But the guys, women aren't usually that. No, like yeah. that, you know, that, um, I gave you the example earlier of that study yes. at the University of Chicago that had the height. They also did some, um, 
number crunching on the female side of it, as in mm. men's shoes, and there was no discernible difference in requirements or anything like that. Yeah. So we're like. Yeah, men are a little bit more. Could not phase us. Don't want to say, but simple. Yeah. But I suppose as well, and you know, that kind of comes down. Less to judgmental. That. How about that one? Nah, I don't think that's <laughs> right at all because, you know, you're. It's just your judging is different. Like, yeah. you know, because you're probably going on, oh, she's got nice hair or mm. nice eyes or she's not like a wrinkled old prune or she's not too fat or she's not too thin. Whereas I think, and I might be completely wrong, I think women judge less on that and more on, you know, it might not be how much money they have in the bank, but it's it shows then that they're driven and that they're motivated yeah. and if they're funny. Well, know. I was listening to a podcast the other day and they said that, they use like it was international data, yeah. But they said guys swipe right sixty seven percent of the time, mm-hmm. and women swipe right ten percent of the time. Yeah, okay. So like you know what, I have no person like I don't wouldn't be at all worried about someone's size, for instance. However, I do know that height or I, size. Like I mean, like weight <laughs> or okay. a height wouldn't bother me in the slightest, but weight. But I, it's a logical thing that the things I like to do, which are going to the beach, going sailing, going bike riding, going hiking. If I met someone who obviously doesn't like any kind of physical activity, it wouldn't be me fat shaming them, for instance. It would just be, I'm not going to have anything in common with you because the things I like to do, we couldn't do. Well, that's my argument as well in that you can kind of, like I like to exercise, go to the gym mm. and fitness and health is a big part of so my life and my hobby. So you not interested. Exactly. And if like, so if I'm... Um, yeah, and if you and part of that is also prioritizing health, maybe sacrificing some other yeah. things for a healthy lifestyle, yeah. and you can kind of tell the people that don't. Yeah, exactly. Um, or you know, like if I met somebody and they were like, "I absolutely hate the beach," mm-hmm. and for me that's like the best place in the world. Well, it doesn't matter. Like it would be a complete waste of time going any further, wouldn't yeah. it? Strangely, that is uh, or uh, coincidentally, that was the reason my brother split. With that girl that I messaged on and off. Oh, because she hated the beach. Didn't like going to the beach. Yeah. And he loves the beach. Perfectly fine. But you just want to find someone else who loves the beach or hates the beach if you do. Like, Correct. You know, you just don't. Yeah. I don't think you, like, it would be very boring if you both had the same. Oh, definitely. Hobbies and interests. Because yeah. you'd never learn anything. Like, no. I was, I met this girl. She was like, um, what music do you like? And I'm like, oh, I like everything. Mm. And like, bit of this, bit of that. Um but every time we'd say sit down and have some wine or some music, she'd go to put a song on and say, Oh, you won't like this one. Why? I'm like, hey, oh, let's play it first yeah, and I'll tell I might you like if I don't I like didn't it. Know. Yeah. yeah. And it was um yeah, there was a already putting into a into oh. a box. And I was like, okay. God, if someone put me on a box on that, I would ne- no one would ever go out with me because the music I like rarely anyone likes. Yeah. Well, I like a bit of everything. Yeah. So but, yeah, I mean, that is kind of like something that you could negotiate. But things like like whether someone likes doing physical activity mm. or is really into going to restaurants and eating all the time. Like, oh, let's say I have these friends that go really want kids. Yes. Like very Like female friends, definitely I yeah. really want kids. And then they'll match with a guy whose thing says has and doesn't want more or don't want kids. Yeah. And I go, what are you – don't bother. Yeah. Why do you, are you going to 
convert him into this kid yeah. thing. Like just get out of there, make space for someone else. Yeah, exactly. Because um, there is other women out there that probably don't want kids either and they'd yeah. be much better suited. Yeah. Yeah. So the like the apps do – I used to say it's a necessary evil, mm-hmm. like the you've got to be in it to win it. Yeah. kind of thing. It's like a numbers game. And part of it is a you got to be into it, but I think you really if you use it as your only source of thing like so there's this thing that happens on the apps and I remember being like almost having a, an anxiety anxious um little uh heartbroken moment is you swipe through and it says there is no one left in your area. Oh no. And you're like is there no one left in my area? Yeah, every woman that I might <laughs> ever meet gone. is on There's here. There's no one left. What am I going to do? But the um, the realistic view of that is I looked at um, a couple of female friends of mine. I'm lucky to have an like, mm. amazing group of people around me and that um, accrued through 45 years. But I, um, <laughs> I looked and some of my single female friends aren't on the apps. Yeah, of course. Like they choose because it's a, it is, and I'd be really interested if you like speak to female about their experience. It's a very different experience for them. I imagine. And, and so I look at and go, oh, actually some of the best people I know aren't on these apps. Well, when I was single in my late thirties and I was dating, I had a criteria. If I ever went out on a date with a guy and he said he had Facebook, I was like, I'll never go out with him again. I mean, I'm kind of over that now. I'm in my 50s. But the reason being that, you know, Facebook wasn't such a big deal back then. And I sort of thought if you've got time to be like doing crap on Facebook, clearly you have way too much time on your hands. You're clearly really attached to that bloody device, which I don't want to do in my days off. And so I just can't imagine that we've got anything in common. Like, and also, you know, like who bothers in those days? I know everybody does it now, except maybe me. But yeah. like, that was one of my genuine criteria. Like first day, I'd always go, do you have Facebook? And if they said yes, I'd think oh, it's probably going to be the last one. If they said no, why do you want like to friend me on it? I'd go, no, I'm no, just no. stoked you yeah. don't have it. That's a very hard, fast rule. It was a really hard, fast mm. rule. But, you know, I was just kind of like, I don't have time to do bloody Facebook. I don't want to be with someone who just has time to sit on that and take pictures of what they're eating and post it to the world. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's, I guess, it's kind of the one of the beauties of being a bit, let's call it, experienced in mm. it. You pick up the cues and the, the reds and the grains pretty quickly from mm-hmm. behaviours and then you can move through... Um, Pretty quickly. Do you think that it means that there's so much choice? Like I know some of the women that I know that do it, I like there's too much choice. So they feel like from, and I've heard this from four different women, that they feel like for them it's like they'll go through and they'll go on a date with someone and they'll either like them or they won't and then they'll kind of not pause it for a bit, see how that goes before they go back on. But they're like, you know, the problem is, they, this is their perception. So I've been to hear from a guys that there's so much choice. Yeah. That guys are just like, oh, there might be something better out there. Well, that's I. I'm all for the abundance mindset of um, going. Oh, there's, you know, things are great. There's more out there. But I think when it comes to the day, it's more of a disposable mindset. Right. Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, all it could take is, oh, you've got Facebook. Mm bang onto the next one yes. where you go like there's not really this um like some people uh it's not for me but it's not un- i've 
friends of mine will go, I've got a drink at six with this guy and a drink at eight with this other guy on the same night. Oh my God. Yeah. What uh, if you, they both have the same name? You're messaging the wrong people or something. It just sounds yeah. so stressful. Yeah. It's, um, and so like I go, oh, that's not for me, mm. but they do it because it's so like, it's a numbers game and just move through. I suppose it really depends on whether you're just doing it to meet people and have a bit of fun or if you are genuinely looking yeah. for a life partner. In that case, it kind of is like, have you ever read the book, The Rosie Project? No. It's a great book, really funny, and it's about a guy who's got autism and he is like makes it like his mission to find a wife and he like does all of like he has all these criteria and he kind of interviews people for the position. It's a very funny book. So funny you say that I I'm looking for a life partner. Yeah. But my first dates are I'm only interested in Fun and vibe. Yeah. Okay. So, what do you have written on your? I app hate. I then? said that word vibe, but <laughs> that's what I'm looking for. <laughs> when I hear the word vibe, I just think of a sex toy called a vibe. Okay. Um, that's what yeah. I meant. No. But because you know, I and this is another thing. Actually, speaking of that, that I've thought about. Like, I hope I will never be single again. And if my husband's listening, I'm not planning on it. So please don't do anything <laughs> bad. Um, but if I was, I would probably not tell people what I do for a job. I mean, if I said. Imagine if, like, you meet me in a bar or I was on some dating app and it's like she's a sexologist. You'd Just the pressure I would feel. It would be like I'm supposed to be swinging from the chandeliers and be some amazing, yeah. crazy person in the bedroom. Like, it would just be awful, you know. Like, I would feel so pressured. I think I'd have to, like, say I was a florist or something. But the problem with that is, is then I'd go on a date and have nothing to talk about because all I do is go to work. Yeah, like, they go, why is, this, why is this florist talking about sex all the time? Yeah, because it'd be like, <laughs> I've got nothing else to talk about. The only thing I do is work. But it's tricky, isn't it? Like. You know, like it must be like certain, I don't know, if you're a tax accountant, you got, you put that on your profile, I'm a tax accountant. Yeah. You know? well, the, the worst dates are the ones that are like job, in, I feel like job interviews. Yeah, okay. Like I, for me, the first date is just to see if we get along. That's, yeah. that's all it, that's all it is. And it would, I mean, this whole online dating thing, it's certainly got to improve your odds of actually getting a date. Because yeah. to meet someone organically, that actually is quite difficult, isn't it? You go to a bar, most people are sitting in their little group talking to their mates. Like you get to a certain age where you're not going to go to a nightclub and bump into someone. I've gotten very good at talking underwater. Right. Um, and so I, and but also had to kind of develop the, Skill. I'm mm -hmm. doing the quotes. Make the sure air, you're sitting on a really tall stool. The so air quotes there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I'm standing on it. <laughs> um, and that, and I find I just like start the conversation because it's. I enjoy that process mm -hmm. and that experience more than the swiping experience. Yeah, okay. uh, and at at the very worst, you've had a fun little two, three-minute conversation with somebody, with someone mm -hmm. and you. Yeah, because whenever I've met people, it's always been through friends or like through a sport and you've got to know them and then, you know, like I'm thinking about the long-term relationships I've had. None of them are people I would swipe right on from a photo. They're all people that have become more attractive to me as well, that's, I've, I've to know them. I've had people say that as well, like they've to their partners, they go, I don't reckon I would have swiped right on, no. on him on a – on an app. No. I will say that lots, all my, actually all my friends, bar one are married kids and stuff. Yeah. Them and their wives love jumping on the app 
and just oh, having a with look. With you, yeah, I love like getting on my app and having my a look. Apps, yeah, yeah. I've got a mate who was online. They're dating. more discerning than me, though. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. I've got a friend who, a male friend who was online dating, and on my, he had the funniest stories. He had a lady turn up for dinner that had no teeth. She had teeth in a photo, and she had no teeth. And then he has this hilarious story how she in tried some dates that's a positive and suck his teeth. So really, oh. like you know, he was like it was like a blower fish when she tried to kiss me, oh. and he was like, you know, like if she had no teeth in the app, I might have been prepared for it, but I was like, no, you wouldn't. And he was like, but she literally turned up and she had no front teeth, you know. Oh. And he was just like, but he was so lovely. He still bought her dinner and chatted to her, and then she, he obviously gave the wrong impression because then she tried to suck face with him afterwards. I've I've got a. F- story about a friend in Melbourne. I was out uh, with my girlfriend at the time and she said, I've met this guy. I'm going on a date with him. Uh, he's a motivational speaker. He's great. He's like, I've found him. I've Googled him mm-hmm. and searched him and I found his profile. Here's him doing a motivational speech. Isn't he good looking? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. And so they're chatting and I'm looking at this motivational speech and I get to the end of the motivational speech. I said, um, can you ask her if she's watched the whole thing? Oh, no. She goes, no, no, no. Um, no, I just watched the, the first bit, but he's a mobile. So, okay. Okay. Watch it to the end. Oh, what happened to the end? <laughs> so um, they're both like, oh, sorry for burying the lead. Mm. Married, right. beautiful, lovely couple, amazing. But he was a, a bilateral amputee below Oh, and they're married now, this couple? Yeah, yeah, married. They got like from the get-go were hilarious. But she didn't watch it all the way. So he sent her this as a, a, just a heads up. Yeah, good on him. I've got no legs. Yeah. Um, And then she gets and like watches the end and then she has to like catch up during the thing. So he's there assuming she knows she hadn't yet. Do that, but um. But they obviously got together and it was great. Oh, yeah, married. Like he's a lovely guy. Great. They're both great people. Yeah. Um, my my issue with him back then was what height did you put down on your <laughs> on your thing? With your and like, he goes, oh, he goes, oh, five ten. I went, no, no. It's from the stumps, mate. It's from the stumps. <laughs> great. I love it. <laughs> I go, I could stand on a stool and be five ten. Yeah, that's so good. Thank you so much, Lee, for coming in today. And oh, was fun. what's Thanks. your like parting advice? Do you think people should give it a go? Or not. I mean, there's your friend. She met her love yep. life partner on there. I would definitely give it a go. Yeah. Interact with people as if you were in, like just interacting with someone that you've bumped into at a cafe. Yeah. But also don't, it's not the only way to meet people. Yeah. You can get very stuck in going, this is me. It's like reading a fitness magazine mm-hmm. and saying, I'm working on my health. Yes. You go, if you're just there swiping, you're not actually yeah. dating. Yeah. You've got to, yeah. yeah. That's my. That's great. Thank you so much. It's really good to get a men's perspective because this one friend of mine that I was telling you about, he's the only guy I know who's dated online and the other people I know are women. And like, I just think I'm sure there's a different perspective. So it's fantastic yeah, to hear yeah. another side. Oh, no, thanks for having me. It was fun. Great. Thanks. Heaps. Cheers. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As a thank you for being a part of our podcast community, I have an exclusive subscriber offer for you. If you would like assistance with your sexual health and you'd like to work with me, then please head over to www.melissahadleybarrett.com forward slash programs and use the code TPP5 at the checkout. 
Here you will find everything you need to know to be on the path to penile perfection. Thank you for listening to today's episode of The Penis Project. If you're enjoying this podcast, I would love it if you could leave a review and subscribe for regular updates. Your support plays a big role in spreading awareness and helping more men to access this information. The more followers we have, the more podcast platforms that recommend our show to others. This might be just the place where your friend, brother, neighbour with lingering questions finally discovers the answers. Stay connected with me on social media and join the Melissa Hadley Barrett email list for news about upcoming podcast episodes, blogs and lots more. If you have a personal story that you'd like to share or you're a health professional working in this field, I would love to hear from you. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast or a listener with specific topics you'd like us to cover, please send me an email at admin at melissahadleybarrett.com. Thanks again for being a part of the Penis Project podcast community. And until next time, take care.